All right, we've got the 2023 Collegiate Beach Volleyball season looming in just a few weeks. And you know, with me on screen, representing the Big West, Long Beach State, the Beach's head coach, Mike Campbell. Thanks for coming on today. Rob, thanks for having me. Stoked to have a minute here to chat some volley with you. We're, we're really excited here for spring. Well, you know, I was looking over your record. It's a pretty impressive record. You know, you look at in the Big West, your conference record last year in 2022 was 22 and 14. That was the best record in the conference. But even looking in your previous seasons, you have three seconds and a couple thirds, as well as that that first place finish. So you're doing good stuff with your teams. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we 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 geographically where we're located, we've got some some great recruits and and, and alumni that have that have really helped us maintain that competitiveness and it's, and it's been fun working with it. And, and this being my ninth season, I'm really excited to, you know, we, we really have some connections we've made and some, you know, the, like I said, with the athletes, the recruits we've got this year and coming in, it's, it's been fun to have that duration, you know, it's, it's, mm-hmm. that's the challenge is doing it year after year after year and, and, but doing it differently. And, you know, every group has been different. Yeah. Not a knock on the other big West coaches, but I was looking at the all time, coaching record in the big west and you're second but wow. the number one guy is retired so that makes you the active leading uh, best record coach right now <laughs> no pressure rob i gotta i gotta keep that going i guess <laughs> and on top of that you're coaching here in 2017 so you're doing some really good stuff but i wanted to start off with a, a general question about um what major changes have you seen in the development and growth of collegiate beach volleyball since you've been on board yeah, that's a great question. I mean, it, it you know, first and foremost, I'm sure the obvious is just the massive growth, right? It, it's it's not only has the sport become uh, deeper at every level, you know, from the pairs standpoint, from the ranking one through five, but every school is um, committing resources and and scholarships, and it's just great as a player who grew up playing the sport as a kid, um, seeing that opportunity now for women, um, and even filter over onto the men's side as well. Uh, I think that has been just really promising, not only as a coach, but just as an advocate uh, for the sport of, of beach volleyball. It's great to see things moving and at such a fast rate, but not to the point where the sport has been diluted, right? It's not happening at the expense of the quality of the product that's being put out there. You know what I mean? So the mm-hmm. the the sport has not only grown so rapidly, but it's also become extremely competitive across not only the top 10 teams, but even outside that 10, you know, 11 through 20. And then even beyond that, every school you're starting to see with, especially with this fall championship, they're putting out some really good pairs and it's really competitive and there's no easy matches anymore. Uh, you know, five, six years ago, you could kind of predict some things. I mean, it's up in the air now, you know, you, yeah. you, you see a top ranked team go against another top ranked team and it, it's it's a mental battle, you know. It's it's comparable to the sports of golf and tennis, where it's really going to come down to the mental psyche of your athletes, and and less about talent and more about some of the other uh, intangibles. Yeah. Now you actually brought up something that I, I was going to ask you about, but this is the first year that the NCAA allowed for a fall competition schedule. Um, can you talk a little bit about that, and then go into how you felt the the Paris team did that you sent? Yeah, we were fortunate to send two. Uh, both teams did very strong. We kind of are in one of the, you know, I, I know a lot of other programs may share this, but we do share athletes. And so there was some, well, first and foremost, it was just, it was tough. You have a lot of competitive athletes in your program and you have to select two or four. You know, it, it's just, 
first year doing it for me, I learned a lot about that process. I learned how to be more transparent with our team, how we can evaluate it better. Um, you know, we ended up sending a, a great representation for our program, but it wasn't easy. It was it was tough to select some athletes um, and being fair and respecting, you know, the, the players that have been here and that have helped us earn those bids. And yet the players that needed to come in and get some experience, you know, you have to kind of weigh that for your team and figure out what's best. Now, you know, with that said, like like you mentioned, we, we, we were we, we sent two pairs and they both did very well. Um, the, the tournament format was a little new for us in the sense that when we got knocked out, we kept playing and then we, we lost two matches. Usually athletes are, okay, double limb, I'm done. Mm -hmm. We kept playing, you know, so, so it was great because it was an awesome experience for athletes to continue to compete, but there was, it was just the, the I don't want to say there was a drop off because the, the competition was still top notch, but it just there was a feel when you got knocked out that it was a little bit, you know, there wasn't the same uh, weight of those matches what was on the line however the teams that did stay in that was I mean we stayed and we watched the finals and and it was a battle um, it, it was just great to see an opportunity for a pair to just kind of do their thing and it, and it really prepares the athletes for what they might be used to when they graduate and, and if they're fortunate enough to play professionally or represent our country yeah now, with that experience from the fall, let's go into your 2023 team. I'm, I know you were pretty excited about some of the recruits you had come in because I saw you at an event last year and you're like, Rob, you got to check out these two girls. Uh, yeah. But I'll let you talk about those girls and I won't mention who they are, but um, you got some really good pieces in place to ascend even higher in the conference. Yeah, we've always, you know, we've always battled. We've done really well. Like I mentioned, we've, we've really nailed it with some of our recruits in the past and they just turned out to be great human beings great athletes they represented us well they they competed um but this year's class is a little different you know we brought in seven athletes um and then some grad transfers and it's just when you have that big of a class you're always as a coach you're always worried how does it all fit how does it all piece together the culture is, is you know we were in such a great place but we lost some of our leadership our our seniors our you know our our, our kind of our cornerstones of our lineup and 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 this this freshman group came in and they did they did really strong in the fall they they competed they were uh, they were edgy but they were respectful they you know they honored the traditions and the legacy before them they they're aware of that which I think is really cool and the current senior class and our upperclassmen it's a little weird our team is very we don't have a lot of junior sophomores we're very heavy on the on the outskirts on the on the freshman <laughs> and on the the yeah. grad um, and so that that older group has done a great job mentoring and, and understanding that, Hey, these are players that might play ahead of me, but they're, it's still important that I have a role in their development, even though they might be a two and I'm a five or, you know, it, sometimes you can get caught in that number game. And our team has been able to stay really focused on just development, um, pushing each other to just kind of find that best version of themselves as a, as a competitor and as a teammate. And um, I'm really excited, you know, because when you, when some of that is, is, taken care of a lot of the conflicts and a lot of the lineup decisions and the conflict of a lineup decision or you know some of the mental health of these athletes that is is a little bit when that's buttoned up it makes some of these matches a little easier when we can just focus on our job and we know we have the full support of our team there's nobody in the team that's worried about ah that should have been me or you know that could have been me it's it's really more team focused and, and this group has done a really good job of that and it hasn't been easy this isn't just this perfect thing that came together there has been um, conversation and 
and you know healthy conflict and it's made us better and so i'm excited to roll that out now in the team format right where like we talked about in the fall it was a little bit more pairs focused we did a few team things but it was still kind of hey you guys are together today go play we're rooting for you you know what I mean? it didn't have that same one right. five feel yeah well if fall was any indicator of what we can see from long beach state you know the teams that i saw were Skylar german taylor Hagenaw, megan widener and uh malia gementera is that how you say your name yeah we sent them to, to alabama that's right and uh i mean usually that kind of plays infectious to the rest of the team because they were some doing some really good stuff in fact i think they won a tournament uh i, I missed one in huntington beach i believe uh but was it Taylor and Leah that won that uh, Paris tournament? That's right. Yeah, they had they had a great run. They played some great teams. USC was there and an extremely competitive group throughout that tournament. Not only you know with USC but with other schools that attended and and they played well. You know we 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 were lucky enough we got some wind. That's always the neutralizer, right? And yep. they, they just kind of put their heads down and they had a great time and they just showed a lot of experience which is what you know those two in that in that freshman class they've they've garnered a lot of uh you know they've gotten a lot of attention just because of the fact that they played a lot they're they're putting themselves in good spots throughout their junior career they had great coaches in those respective you know when they were when they were in high school and even before then and, and so they just they 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 just played really really outstanding that tournament you know what i mean and there wasn't a yeah. pressure on them to perform i knew kind of I kind of knew, you know, the, the the prior weekend we had put, we had kind of switched it, right? And then this mm -hmm. week we went two freshmen and two, you know, the older players, and it just looked better. And so that's what we sent to Alabama, and it, and it was great for team development, but it was great for individual development. And now they can kind of share with some of the other young kids what they experienced, and the other two older players can share with some of the older players. So there's just a lot of, um, you know, networking there with, within our team that can happen, and and I think that's always a cool opportunity as a teammate to be able to you know lead others in you know in a way that that makes them better yeah let's move into the big west conference i don't want you to share too much about your long beach state team because these guys still got to play but um so what teams in the uh big conference are preseason favorites in that you've seen so far yeah in our conference you know we've always had the the three-team battle between hawaii cal poly and, and long beach um, but, you know, honestly, every team in our conference is, is, is bringing it, you know, there's, 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 we do the big West challenge in the middle of the year where everybody has an opportunity to play each other. And, you know, if you, if, if our last year's conference tournament was any indication of what to expect this year, I mean, you don't see many five Oh wins. There's a lot of three, two, four, one, every match is, you know, you, you, five, six years ago, maybe there's a, you're, you're resting somebody here and there, right. Or you're, you're adjusting a lineup here and there. You, you, you got to bring it. You got to have your A, you know, your A game there and, and you got to go right. Davis gave us a great um, match last year, go heading into the final day of our tournament. And I mean, it was, I think all five pairs went three and, you know, all the, however nerve wracking that is. And I'm sure for them, you know, Ali and, and Kevin McCullough felt probably the same thing as Christian and myself at the time, you know, we were, we were terrified, right? We we're very nervous. We feel all the anxiety, all the emotions for our team. But when you reflect on that and you see that, you know, that's one of the teams that is pushing you and making you better and in turn making the other two schools that, that are ahead of us at the time was Cal Poly and Hawaii. I think it's just been great for everyone, right? Bakersfield's mm -hmm. putting out Cesar over at Bakersfield's putting out great program, great teams. Um, and and it, it's just, I think as 
as beach volleyball has grown to continue to see two teams from our conference every year at the playoffs, you know, at the NCAA championships, I think that's a great indicator of how strong the conference has done. And yeah. you know, the, the, the three, like I said, the three common threads have been Long Beach, Cal Poly, Hawaii. I, I, I hope it continues for the sake of our program, but I'm really excited to see all these other teams pushing each other within our conference. I think it's just awesome for the product of volleyball we're putting out there. Mm -hmm. Well, that goes naturally to my next question. Are, who are some of the athletes or pairs that fans should be looking out for? Like, who do you see being top performers come this 2023 season? Yeah, I, I mean, within our conference, you know, you, you, you've got, I believe, Hawaii is returning their top pair from last year. Um, Brooke, Brooke Van Sickle and Jamie Santer? Or no, that's a Kaylee Glago. Correct. Glago. Yeah, yes. but, but also Kylan Loker and Jamie, you know, they've got an extremely deep and talented roster. You know, because those players have been at that level for so many years. They're getting such great experience. So I think that them being intact at one, two really mm -hmm. strengthens everything below them, right? Because you can just see the, you know, the, the, the cascading effect that might have on other athletes in that program where Evan has always done a great job with his recruits and his training. So I think that's a, a, a real strong program there that he's got. And specifically, you know, Brooke, what she's able to do out there on the volleyball court, we've, you know, I've been on the other side of it many times and she's, she's tremendous. And so that's a person that honestly, he could put her with anyone and she's going to make that pair really, really competitive and really, you know, make that person better. So I think that's one of the teams that we definitely want to, within our conference, even as we prepare, we're, we're, you know, we're, we're making sure we pay attention to that team. And, you know, Todd at Cal Paul, I mean, he's, he's done an amazing job with that school and he's got some great young athletes and, and, and Jalen Lombard um, returning as, as one of his pairs that he sent to um, Alabama and seeing how they, you know, were able to do and playing their style of play with some of the freshmen or sorry, some of the sophomores this year that he's got now. I mean, that's, uh, that's Piper and Ella, right? Yep. Uh, those, are, those are some some great young players. So it, it, it you know teams like that are always dangerous, right? Those are those are really competitive players coached by somebody one of the arguably the one of the best representatives of U.S. beach volleyball at the you know highest level and extremely competitive in, in himself, Todd Rogers. So you know I think those are some of the teams we 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 are definitely going to be battling with, right? Yeah. So just for you watching and listening, it's uh, Piper Furch and Ella Connor. So. Um, be on the lookout for them from Cal Poly. Um, naturally, let's go on out outside the conference. Who are some of the top teams in your opinion to watch? Well, you know, UCLA this year, I, I have a feeling they've got, they've got a lot of, of weapons. You know, we saw them in the, uh, in the preseason in the fall. And I think they, you know, they, they had a couple, they were banged up a little bit. Devin Newberry wasn't playing. I think Lexi was out, you know, they were, they were holding back some of their, their their starters from their last last year's squad, but they were still they were very strong. And their freshman class, I think Maggie Boyd being one of the the featured athletes in that class. I mean, they're just it's there's some good volleyball players in that program, right? And they we're lucky enough we get to be you know like I said where we're geographically located, we get an opportunity to play a lot of these teams multiple times. <laughs> multiple times, yeah. We will we will be on 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 the side of that with them battling, and that'll be fun. I think that's a team we always enjoy playing. Um, They've they've always done well, and 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 so we we like to use them as that kind of measuring stick for us. Okay, hey, we know this is going to be a top program. We might see if we're lucky enough to get to Alabama and in, in, in the NCAA championship. So let's really measure ourselves and figure out okay, what are we not doing? What are we doing well? What are things that are working as strengths? Where are maybe areas that they expose that we need to really get on top of? 
Um, USC does the same thing. I always schedule with USC. Um, Dane and Gustavo are, are great coaches over there that have, that have always put out, you know, a very beginning of the year. I love playing with, you know, them because, again, I think we hosted them last year on our courts. We're going to them first match, playing them in GCU. I mean, these, these are going to be tough matches for us, and these are teams we, you know, strategically schedule uh, to push ourselves early in the year. I think this year included, as well as last year, I mean, our first 12 matches, I think 10 teams within the top 10, you know, and, and, and that by design, you know, I wish I could say that was just luck. No, that's by design because I think we have the program this year that the athletes, we need to, we need to be pushed to that level to see, um, you know, outside of USC, UCLA, uh, you know, it, it was nice to go to Alabama and see some of the East Coast teams. We're not fortunate enough to always travel there mm -hmm. and we don't always get these teams when they come out to us. But it'll be real interesting to see how, you know, what, what, what LSU looks like this year. I know Florida State's going to be really strong. Um, you know, those are kind of the perennial powerhouses out there. Stetson, we had a bunch of matches against them, and they were doing some good things with their pairs, you know. And, and so it's, it's hard to predict, but I think there's going to be, you know, kind of your, your powerhouses and then also some of the teams that are going to be pushing them and in, in doing so are making themselves pretty, pretty dangerous to go against. Um, I guess, you know, one of one of the other teams I, I'm sure I'm we're excited to play is 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 you know LMU. That's that's something mm -hmm. that's our kind of our crosstown rival, if, if if I could say. And, and, and the PCH and, battle. Exactly right. <laughs> Just cruising the coast there, and and you know John and I we didn't get I don't think we actually scheduled, but then now we're able to play each other in at the Battle of LA. So um, I believe, and, and and that's a team I I think whether we play them or not, I think that's a a great team and then obviously TCU you know TCU is one of the teams you know outside of our conference that um I've known Hector for a long time uh I think one of the first years he was out here coaching a, a high school club team over at Sunshine I remember coaching with him and he was he's just always been uh, a great coach and what he's done over at TCU has been really impressive so I think they're you know you know that the, the top international talent that they have um and how he's been able to to recruit grad students and as well as incoming athletes they've done they've done really well so that's another team we, we definitely are are people should be paying attention to this year they're going to be real strong now i was going to ask you about there's been a change in the championship format this year um can you explain a little bit about that and uh how that's going to affect the play come gulf shores weekend yeah so last year uh you know for the viewers it, it, it was a uh, 16 team field and but that first round was single a limb and then once you made it into the eight it was double a limb and now it's still a 16 team draw but it's it's single limb through and through so you know it, it'll be interesting how that kind of impacts things and changes things for teams um you know i think the way that the 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 it, it's just it's a tough you know i, I have, of course naturally i have some bias because i'm one of the teams that if you don't win conference you know you're kind of buying for one of those wild cards but I thought the committee you know they do their best with with the information they have and there's always going to be a few teams that get left out I mean 16 team draws is is for the through the amount of of competitive teams in the sport right now someone's going to be upset right and in case and, people are wondering there are 176 total teams in collegiate beach volleyball <laughs> yeah and that's crazy because it was nine years ago when I started 30 35 or so right <laughs> yeah. so um you know I think I think one of the Sorry, I think one of the cool things is, is you know, being an opportunity to be selected to that, you, you get that chance right away where, you know, if you if you upset someone, that that dramatically changes the outlook of this tournament for not only you, but for everyone else. And so I think it'll be really exciting. Uh, yeah. The single limb format is different. I mean, it's 
it is what it is for for us as coaches. You know, it's always nice to have that parachute in case something <laughs> happens, like an injury or you know something you just can't yeah. really control. But it just makes you work a little harder as a coach, and you, you have to train your athletes. Kind of, hey, got to be, you know, we got to be at our best, and that's what championships are about, right? It's it's about bringing the best that you have at the moment, in you know, at that moment in time, and being measured, and, and to be able to do it at that level is, is always really exciting. Yeah. Well, this is uh, Mike Campbell of Long Beach State Beach Volleyball here doing our Big West preview and kind of NCAA preview. I appreciate the time uh, you've taken today to share a little bit about what's happening and what could be happening this 2023 season. Yeah, Rob, thank you for having me. Uh, I think it'll be a real exciting season for a lot of programs. We're, we're really excited over here at Long Beach. So looking forward to it. Thanks for listening to College Volleyball Weekly. Be sure to follow Rob Espero at the Rob on the Mic on Instagram and at Rob on the Mic on Twitter.